All right, welcome in. This is the Fezzik Focus podcast on R.J. Bell's Dream Preview Network. I'm A.J. Hoffman. He is the only two-time Super Contest champion, Mr. Steve Fezzik. Steve, it is week nine of the NFL. How are you holding up? And the seasons are shifting in Las Vegas. We only have like two weeks of autumn. It goes from summertime to winter between Halloween and, and Thanksgiving. What is this today? Today is the shift. Today this is, is gross. Fall. I this don't is, like this. This is this is the dark days of fall. It's it, it, it's dark. It's windy, and uh, the the pool. I'm going to make a bold statement. I went in my pool like on Sunday. That will be the last day. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's done for a while. It's cold. It's wet. It's it's just not pleasant. This feels like uh, you're you're a, a Midwest guy. This feels like most of life in the Midwest, right? There would be plenty of. Bad days, even like I remember early in June, and you see this when you watch the Cubs play, that there can be like days on the lake where it's June 1st and it's still the high is like 49 degrees. It's just um, global warming, my butt. Everybody in Chicago loves global warming. Yeah, that melt the ice caps. This yes. is, I, I don't find myself complaining about anything other than heat here, except for a few days a year. This is this is one of them. All right, let's get let's jump right into it. Let's uh, start the way we always do, Fez. Let's start with a Fez tale. You know, I miss. There was a promo at the win, and what the win they had, they had pretty good video poker. Jacks are better paid nine six, which is like a ninety nine point six percent payout. So it was enough to get some good comps, but you were playing at a disadvantage. So you had to be careful. If you played too much, you know, you're going to lose. But they had a promo where they, if you got four sevens or four eights, it paid double. And that bonus on the quad sevens and eights was enough to push you up to where you were like a 0.4% advantage. Don't quote me on that. It could have been 0.6 or 0.3. You, the player was at a small advantage. And it was so nice, not so much to make a lot of money off of this promo, but just being RFB, room, food, beverage, being able to stay at the win at the Tower Suites, go to any of their restaurants, and the restaurants are really high-end. You would never typically actually pay for these, you know, for, for the real dinners like the SW Steakhouse and all their fantastic restaurants. But being able to go for free, like go to Harden, Jarden over at um, Encore, um, Sinatra's, it, it was really uh, that, that I think that was my favorite RFB that we had, and we we played that promo for like a week. And you, I mean, you get a lot of these perks now, being a seven stars guy. Like, you, there's a lot of perks for you, but I, I mean, are they, are they getting old, or is it this? You know, I gotta say, I just love free stuff. I was, I was actually <laughs> people in general love free stuff. I, I was that. thinking it would be really neat, like one month to say I'm not allowed to pay for any food. You know, and how would I subside and how would I do? And I can tell you, like, like yesterday was a good example. So just being a seven stars member, you automatically can be some places match that. So like the palms matches my status. So boom, in the morning, go into the palms and they have a little VIP nook area lounge where help myself to a salad. Um, they've got like little pastries and stuff. I stay away from those, you know, have my cup of coffee, grab a couple Cokes to go, put just put it in my bag. Hey, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm a VIP. What are they going to do? Yeah. You know? Um, and then, you know, I get my four free drinks and my $10 food comp, which I've gotten very good at maximizing. So last night, you know, we taped late. <laughs> um, I, I stopped off for a visit, and then I went um, I went over to Caesars like 11 p.m., and, the, and the, the food court, or right before the food court's still open, and there's Defari Pizza, $9.99 a slice, which seems a little pricey for pizza, but it's pretty good. 
there's a line, believe it or not. Well, not for seven stars. So, like, walk, cut the line, give the coupon, $10 for pizza. No, 11 with tax. 11, don't pay tax when you're comped. Another free slice of pizza. Got my blue moon <laughs> for uh, my, 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 my free beer, and I was just eating eating it. I was like, life is good, you know? It's not, I mean, it's not bad. And, like, was this, does your, is there a, a day of the year where you're, status is regraded or are you just January 1st but I that won't be a problem with the volume of sports yeah. that I am betting against against everybody you know and I, I gotta tell you the people at, at like Planet Hollywood I I'm like I heard a negative review for the Planet Hollywood sports book and I got nothing but great things to say so I went I happened to be on the strip so I I, I re re-upped some more money into my account not that I'm losing but just because everything's pending okay and the sportsbook manager, who I'd never met before, I think his name was Jeff, was just so friendly. You know, um, I, I, my real name is a little bit different from Steve Fezzik, but he recognized me. And he was just introducing himself and just the nicest guy in the world, you know, and so um, just fantastic customer service. That is beautiful. And it's the great thing is, like, if everything in your life goes wrong and you're homeless, you can just, like, walk around as a Seven Stars member and, like, eat, drink. They're not going to kick you out of the – out of like, let's say you fall asleep on a couch there. They say, hey, sir, excuse me, you have to leave. You just show them that seven stars card. They're, oh, our apologies, sir. You've yep. got a, a gym to shower. Everything's working out for you if you're a seven stars. Well, it, it, it really is true because you get you get free rooms as a seven stars. There long you as the town's not sold out. So the weekend you got to pay for, like, at Caesars. But you, yeah. you usually can score a free room at Somewhere. the Rio on the weekend. Um, yeah, but and during the week oftentimes Caesars – by the way, the book on Caesars, anyone that wants to stay in Caesars – the disparity between rooms and amenities is nowhere is it greater than Caesars with so many different towers. So you want to stay in the Augustus and the Octavius Towers because that truly is like five star. That's that's the VIP wing. So if there's any way to coerce, ask for a room in those towers, um, the valet on that side, it is the South Valet on Flamingo Road. You zip right in and out. Of course, it's only for seven stars, you know, to go ahead and use it. Or for those who have a friend who has a seven stars That's card. Right. Well, you, AJ, you have a seven stars I do have a seven Have you stars used that card. valet yet? I've not used the valet. I tell you what, once you use that valet once, you're never going back. <laughs> it, is like, it is like this tiny little valet. Your car is like always waiting for you. It's, you know, walk almost always. They never have to move it into another lot. And how nice is that? So you bounce out of there. Like, normally you're on the strip, and it's a good 15 yeah. minutes of gridlock. And so when you're leaving the valet— Right to the highway. You're, you're, yeah, boom. You're, you're not on the boulevard. You're on Flamingo already. You're literally on the highway in one minute, heading in wherever destination, Summerlin Henderson, that you're heading for. I'm going to be taking advantage of that because I've got a dinner reservation at Hell's Kitchen coming up. Oh, Hell's Kitchen is, is really nice. And it's just— it's right there, so I'll be I'll be using that uh, that seven stars uh, card to to park. When are you? May I ask? When are you um, having your Hell's Kitchen dinner? Uh, I think it, it's when my my sister in law is coming into town. I don't know the exact date, but sometime in the next few weeks. Well, let's talk about potentially, you know, getting you comped to your Hell's Kitchen, oh. and, then you, and then me putting it on my points, and you taking maybe kicking me back fifty cents on the dollar, and everybody, everybody, everybody wins. Everybody eats, as they say. Everybody wins, and and, and, and I, I got to say, I especially during all this weight loss stuff, I didn't. I, I, I mean, I've got like fourteen hundred dollars in Caesar's comps now. That I, I mean, I'm I'm basically eating ten dollars a day, and I got my ten dollar a day food coupon. That you know that covers it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's talk about. Uh, let's let's go through some other things. Let's talk about these coupon runs. Uh, how, how do you take advantage of things 
in Vegas? Uh, you know, the welfare checks. And what do I mean by Te- welfare What does that mean? Checks? So a welfare check, the casinos send you out things where they say, hey, you know, like. Here, you haven't gambled with us in a couple months. What's right. going on? Or, or you have, and we appreciate you. So here's a $15 uh, free play and a $15 match play and a $20 food credit. This happens all okay. the time. You get this weekly from especially the local places, the stations, casinos, the um, sure. the Ellis Islands, downtown, the El Cortez. So all of a sudden, you almost I have a folder for this stuff. And it's like, while it's not worth it for me to go there, you know, for that trip, if I'm just driving by, why not go but go in and pick up my, you know, my stuff? So I, you know, I got a betting partner um, in town, and and he always marvels at how you know I'll I'll, I'll go to the window and bet three thousand dollars on something, and then I'll play my fifteen dollar free play at Ellis Island times three, you know. And he says, honestly, Fez, I don't even think you care whether you win or lose. It's just all volume because one time I walked up and the dealer was like. Some there was there was something where they needed to like delay the game, like to get me a rating card or something. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> don't make me a rating card. Here's my ID. Just deal the damn cards. You know, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not spending five minutes to get my fifteen dollar match play. Yeah, no, thank you. But this is something that like you're a, sort of a high roll. You're a big fish, but everybody else should they be taking advantage of these? Oh, completely. And, and it's it's probably the most underutilized. Remember, like our our, our partner here, Scott. Seidenberg, all the time, he talks about, like, he'll be playing some blackjack, and he'll get up, and he says, well, I never asked for any comps. And it's like, it, it, it's the universal 101. If you ever have a bad session, a losing gambling session, you always put your hands out and, 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 and you beg for a comp. Because even though the computer won't justify it, and they'll say, well, his Theo, his, what he should have lost was only, like, $9.55. If you lose $500 or plus... Any casino host with a heart is going to write you a comp for a minimum of a buffet, all right? Yeah. And and there's ways around. You could can, you can say, oh, can I have a buffet comp? And then they write it to you. And then when they hand it to you, you say, oh, f- f- for two, for my wife and I. Because once they write it for one. Why not just well, get, change like, that one into a and two? And then once you – and you ask for – and you always ask for a breakfast buffet, all right? Because when they write the comp, it's like it, it doesn't – it just says buffet. So once you get the breakfast buffet for – and then you make it for two, guess what you do? You don't go to breakfast. You wait till dinner. <laughs> and then you go and you present it. And if for some reason they say, sir, I'm sorry, this is only authorized for the breakfast, then you go back on the next, on the other shift and you say, oh, I have this comp for, for a buffet, but they, but they messed up and they wrote it for breakfast. No problem. And they'll upgrade. Well, there you go. Yes. All right, let's talk about what were you doing last night at Caesars? What brought you into Caesars last night? So I was just kind of like, like, I'm a little wobbly after doing all the pods and the handicap. Yep. Put out my put out my plays to my clients, sent it out. So boom, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just like, I'm gonna have a little recreation. So I'm gonna play a little poker. Why not? So I used my seven stars card to play uh, after get my ninety nine ninety nine Defari pizza slice and my Blue Moon, and I played some a little two five. I, by the way, I miss I misplayed a hand terribly. I believe I'll, I'll tell you about this. Okay, and um. Uh, in fact, I'll tell you about that hand right now. Okay. So I I haven't played for an orbit and a half. I've got position. I raise with a 2-5 suited, okay? And I get a couple callers, all right? But, of course, they think I have ace-king because I'm, have been playing super tight. The flop comes king, three, four, all right? So I'm open-ended straight. I got a 2-5. Uh, check to me. I bet. Get one caller, all right? Unbeknownst to me, my opponent has flopped two pair, three and a four, all right? Ooh. The turn comes a six, the miracle six, and I have my straight. He checks. 
I bet 50, he raises me 100, all right, 100 more. And I'm like, oh, maybe he's got a king, maybe he's got a set, you know, um, what's not um, scare him away here, and I smooth called, and that was a mistake. My buddy Jay tells me all the time, professional poker and sports better, one of the greatest sports betters in the world, by the way. And he's always like, he's told me this a zillion times. He's like, Steve, he likes his hand. When your opponent likes their hand, you get it all in. All right. So I got, I got way too tricky here. I should have re-raised for like 150. All would have gone in, had like a 500 stack. I would have stacked him because he was he would not have laid down three, four. He has two pair. He'd think I have ace king and it would all go in. And an ace came on the river. A king came on the river. Uh... An ace might've been okay. I think I certainly get paid off if an ace comes and even if he, he, he probably still bets his two pair, I shove and he probably calls. But unfortunately, a king came on the river. Right? And he was like, oh, he's got three of a kind. I'm out. Yes. But, but when you think about it, it's not just a king that could kill action, you know, because with the, with the six, um, um, with the three, four, six on the board, if a five comes, if a two comes, if a seven comes, there's a lot of cards sure. that are going to concern him, all right, that could occur. Um, and so I, I guess you could argue, well, you know, also you shouldn't have given him a free card. He did have four outs on top of it. And, you know, I didn't know. I, I thought he could have a right. set. You know, part of it I was saying is that, you know, I think I, I actually thought he had a set and I was like, well, if the board pairs, I said, I'll just, I'll just call him if he bets, you know, with my straight. But when the board paired with the King, which I was unhappy about and he checked, I said, well, he'd already taken the lead. I'm like, he's, I don't, I'm thinking to myself, what the heck does this guy have? When the king came down, and obvious, the obvious answer is two pair, you know, that, that that would be the, because now he's getting beat if I've got a king. Um, so it's all it's all clear, you know, when, when as soon as he checks, he may as well have turned his cards face up in terms of what he had. Did you did you throw something out? I value bet. Okay. Yeah. I value and he, and bet at half the pot, and he, and he folded. Okay. Yeah. Now, the question is, if I bet half the pot and he shoves, I probably lay it down. You know, it's do like, you? Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it depends. Like, you have to think, what do you think, he's got king five? No, he'd be a set of threes or a set of fours. He he would have had a full house. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the, the board, you know, once the board up. pairs, yeah. But, but 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 I have to tell you, an old guy like that who check raises the turn would would not if the board pairs check the river. I mean, that'd just be like so outrageous to like because why why would I bet? You know, it's like yeah. already you know. But you could argue maybe I would bet a king. So maybe maybe that would be the play. Maybe I misplayed this horrendously making a value bet on the river also. Ask my friend Jay. I don't know. I'm not a pro poker player. I just win at poker. So overall I beat good, bad players. Overall good session? One like two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah. Well that's good. Yeah. So And you ran into an old friend? I ran into a guy I'd never met before. And so I, I you know, this is a really interesting conversation. So he did not know who I was. So when I finished up, he says, Oh, let me tell you about my 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 site I'm just launching. All right. Vegas near me, and he shows me on his app, all right, and it's just launching, and you need, like, a certain level of phone that I'm, I'm not at Android or at, 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 okay. I, at iPhone 68 or whatever it's at. So my, my, my phone couldn't access it, but he was showing me around. He's like, oh, yeah, if you want, like, a steakhouse, it'll show you the hours of the steakhouse, which one's close to you. If you want Cirque de Soleil shows, it'll show you, you know, which ones are available, pricing. It really was a cool site and the like, but what really – the reason I'm bringing it up for two reasons. So the, the gentleman's name, he's the co-founder and CEO, George Meyer. He, uh, he, I've never seen a guy so um, proud of um, and eager to like talk about, you know, his product sure. and, and believe in it. So that was really cool. And you know what was even more cool 
is when I introduced myself, his eyes got wide. He didn't recognize my voice. He says, I listen to you guys all the time. I love the Dream Pod. So George George is a good guy. His site is is um, Vegas near me. Check it out. Um, I was um, like I said, I was only able to access it, you know, with what he showed me. But it certainly looked very cool, and I don't think I've ever seen a guy show so much passion towards their site, other than maybe you and Scott Seidenberger with you know the. Well, did you uh, tell S-O-V-A- him about our show? S O V A M. Absolutely. Okay. I did. And what did he say? He's heard it or he hasn't heard it yet? He hasn't heard you yet. Oh, we got to get him on. We got to get, get the word. Well, well part of it is that you cryptically buried, like I couldn't even find it for a couple <laughs> of weeks. It was like, it was, it, 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 it was, what's that called when you're like searching for it? It was like scavenger hunt. To find, find S-O-V-A-M. By the way, if you haven't listened to S-O-V-A-M, um, so Scott Seidenberg, A.J. Hoffman, every um, night at two in the morning, they tape this. And they go over all of the happenings in sp- the sports betting world for the coming day. And it really is um, just unparalleled dedication that um, that you guys are staying up through the night to go ahead and provide that. Updating everyone on the no-hitter last night yeah. with the late NBA games. I'm, I'm sure you're pleased that the Laker game went overtime. That oh, was- that's always fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. When we finished the, uh, the dream preview, I said, the Laker game hasn't even started yet? Are you kidding me? And you and- went off to um, – the did 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 uh you and you you had a dinner choice? Where was the dinner? Uh, we went to some dump. It was not a good uh, not a good choice. Next it time, was like, you know, dumps are good. Go to the Longhorn. Get the steak and lobster special. It's like eight minutes away. It's called the Longhorn. Okay. It it, it really is good. They, I mean, we were looking for something like right here. The, the old school Vegas places, the old school Vegas casinos, all up and down the Boulder Highway, which I know you drive up and down. I do. It is rare. Like you go into a skyline, like a little dumpy place. They have outstanding specials. They have a two fifty shrimp cocktail. It's good, you know. I mean, it's bay shrimp. It's not the big shrimp, but it's it's. It'll get it'll get the job done. You know how you know it's good if you try to buy more than two of them. They say two per customer per visit, unless you like have a good um, bartender that you take care of. Then you can buy as many as you. Or want. if you're like, do they they don't status match? I'm guessing at the skyline. You know. <laughs> I don't know if there is any status. Everyone, it's communism at its best at the at the skyline. Everybody's equal. That's everyone the way it is. Be. Everyone is equal. Um, although there, it does seem like there's some like from the movie from the book Animal Farm. It does seem like some of them pull their weight like boxer the horse more than others. All right, you're talking about food. We need an update on the weight loss challenge for those who haven't heard yet. It's done. It's a the referee has determined it's a draw. We've so Wishnev Todd is the winner really in all this, but he wins nothing for financially. But he's the winner. He went from over three hundred pounds. He got down to one ninety four. All right, he's six one. He's carrying lots of extra skin on him as well. Maniacally ate five hundred calories a meal, three meals a day, and exercised three hours a day for from May until Halloween. All right. I don't know if this is a coincidence. Halloween, all the candy floating around was the day that this that <laughs> ended. I had gone down from 230 to 192. So the lead was one. If Todd ever got lighter than me, he won. You famously said with a really high tech strategy, you said, Fez, you're not allowed to eat anymore. And I'd recommend you don't drink either. Other than water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You left that detail out. You're like, <laughs> you're like, you, 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 I've been saying like, the whole time, flush yourself with you water. Did. Yeah, you say the like, like AJ's like, I don't want to see any more fucking coffee that's yeah. that's not black. Yeah, your coffee needs to be black. Wait, I, yeah, I, I now can't. today I like, there's got how many creamers are in that thing? A hundred. 
Oh yeah, that's that's mocha. That's that's barely. Three. It's almost white. There's, there's, there's three creamers, and the gal actually. So I, I always go through Dunkin' Donuts, and I always and and I've gotten. I, I was always like four creamers, eight stevia, and again and and then I went to one creamer, ten stevia. All right. <laughs> so today I was like three creamer, eight stevia, and she's like, "Is that three and eight? Like she recognized me. Like yeah. wait, there's wait that this it's is the three and eight guys. That's back. not the usual. That the like like hey they, they, they get like like wait the fat guy gets the, gets the three and eight and the thin <laughs> guy gets the one and the ten. Um, but the the bottom line. So so I just went maniacal. I went. There's a short story called To Build a Fire. Have you ever? I've not. You've never heard this? Okay. So this is a guy that's freezing in Alaska. All right. He falls through a creek and he needs to build a fire. And he can't get the damn fire started. He finally starts a fire underneath the pine tree, but there's so much snow on the pine tree, it melts the snow and falls on his fire and extinguishes it. He's slowly freezing to death, all right? And finally, he just panics. He's like 17 miles from home, and he just starts sprinting for home, thinking maybe he could sprint. Well, even though there's no way he could keep sprinting. Well, that's what happened. When Wishnev cuts the lead to one, I'm like, I, in the back of my mind, I'm hearing, Brent Musburger say, you are looking live at Steve Fezzik blowing a 70-pound lead. <laughs> and it's down to one, and Fezzik wants to talk it over. So I, like, I lose my mind, and I just say, screw it. I'm just, I'm doing two-a-days. I'm, I'm putting in, you know, eight miles. I'm going to walk, walk or jog four miles in the morning and in the afternoon and lift, which turn in the evening. And I'm going to, you know, hit the gym, and I'm going to not eat. So I drop from, like, in one week from 192 to 187. So I drop five pounds, and I remember I'm already like it's difficult for me to drop because my body's already lower than it should be. So when Todd heard I hit 187, he was looking gaunt. I thought I was looking too thin. And I said, "This is stupid. I'm going to get to 180, and I know you're then, and I'm going to beat you there, and then you're going to get to 180, and we're both going to be like health compromised because we're st we, because it just can't be healthy to lose this fast. We can debate with the the neuroscientists as to whether long term I should be 180 or 190, but right now. I should stabilize at 190, and we agreed, and we said, you know, we're, we're clear, clearly with me seven pounds from 180 and him seven pounds behind me, it seemed like the perfect point. We called it a draw, and um, I went um, and had a fried lobster tail for dinner. There you go. I had a half Reuben at Weiss Deli for lunch, and their, their sandwiches are enormous. I'm sure. Um, service, not so good. Food, fantastic. Yeah. Um, you've been there many times. I have. Yes. I, you would agree with me. I would assessment. agree with that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so bottom line, I'm back to 192. Now I am concerned Todd consumed about 8,000 calories the day after this contest. You can't worry about him anymore. Uh, I'm going to worry. About he's him. on his own now. No, he's not on his own. They, Let him get fat again. The less, no, the lesson to be learned from all of this, and this is really important, the team concept, having a partner when you're doing like so, something like a lot of you out there that are listening, they're thinking, Hey, you know, you see some thin people, you've, you, maybe you haven't been thin your whole life. Maybe you've been heavy in high school. And it's just, you're thinking that, you know, being, being fit, being approximately the right weight, it's for the lucky, the strong, uh, the people with those genetics. That's not for me. Well, I, I, I'm here to tell you, I'm living proof. I'm a guy that never even thought about it. I've been like 210 plus, 215 plus for 20 years. All right. Really for 15 years. And, and I was able to do it. I was able to get to 190. And there was some, um, I had changed my lifestyle. I had to make some alterations, but it didn't take me three years. It didn't take me, I mean, I didn't have to do maniacal things. Yes, I had to be much more active, but just little things like you park, um, when I went going to a casino, I would just say, you know what, I'm going to walk a mile. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going in to get my sheets for the, for tomorrow's games. I'm just going to 
check out the casino. I'm going to walk up every nook and cranny. I go into Caesars. I walk through the, the forum shops. If I see Pete Rose, I say hello to him. I say that was <laughs> phenomenal the way that you guys won the 75 series, even though, like, my favorite player was Cesar Geronimo, not you. You know, like the chief was my, um, actually it was Tony Perez, dog. Um, and why didn't you guys ever get any pitching? Well, probably because when you did finally get Tom Seaver, your team collapsed. But the, um, you, I mean, there's enough, it's kind of cool to walk yeah. the Caesars. You, you know, and all of a sudden, boom, you say, I'm not leaving till I put a mile or a mile and a half on my phone app. And it adds up. And by the end of the day, boom, the one lesson I would give everyone, despite me trying to really eat healthier, the magic number was four miles. If I could average four miles a day walking, I lost weight that month you know, really well. If it was three, I stay even. And if I'm below three, I gain weight. It's like, so three is the equilibrium point. Five, I kick ass and just the weight comes flying off me. And four, it's really good. Well, the last month of October, <laughs> six. Okay. I was at six. And I, and, and the double advantage, the other thing I want to bring to people is that working out during lunchtime, is phenomenal. Like if you can just go like from 12 to two, you walk, then you go to the gym, you lift some weights, you shower, you get out and it's already two fifteen. And here's the beauty. Once it, once you get home and it's like close to three, you may as well do what? Wait till dinner. To yeah. Eat. So boom, you have just, you've just 86 to thousand calories of lunch and replaced it with a thousand calorie burn. So you've just, you've, you, you have just taken 2000 calories off. That's you know, over half a pound just from that one event that day. Well, congratulations on the weight loss. I know it didn't come with a giant prize. Uh, I was ho- I was hoping we would win the money and then you'd take me to Texas Day Brazil after oh, I buried going. you down to 180. Oh, we are going. And you gave <laughs> excellent tips and and, and and like literally you 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 raised the right. You're like you you could wake up tomorrow and you could you could lose. You, you let yourself get way too close. Yes. But I'm, I'm glad I that I sprinted it... a little too – I should have been sprinting like three days before. And to be honest, you know what, what the problem was? I hurt my hip, which made it hard for me to exercise, and football season started. So, like, literally I'm working like 18 hours a day, Saturday and Sunday, and the sleep deprivation along with working nonstop – it, there's something – if you don't get enough sleep, you get hungry late late in the day. Yeah. You really do. Well, you were playing the tortoise and the hare game where you were like the, the rabbit laying on the side of the road, taking a nap, and wake up, maybe smoke a joint, always take another take, nap. Always take the rabbit in those <laughs> in those races as long as they're on the same highway because all he has to do is not fall asleep. And he'll That's win. it. That's what I was just trying not to asleep. let you fall asleep. Exactly. All right. Uh, question from Twitter. Let's think about the Syracuse-Notre Dame game this last week, which – pains me because it's one of my it was one of the finalists for my uh, last man standing th- that I didn't play pains me because Circa put up a one and I actually played on stupid Syracuse minus one which is a donk donk pick although um <laughs> I started the day terrible I like I went oh and three on I, and, and and of course I, I actually got a client a private client and he says we got to get her you got to get your shit together what's going on well you know he's like you're doing so well all year long and now you're struggling well I've won nine in a row since since well, he they, sent me all that All he had to text. do was yell at you. Yes. Uh, so let's this guy, for instance, he says he has Notre Dame plus one. The first play of that game was a pick, pick six, six for a touchdown. The live line became Notre Dame minus four and a half. He said, would you look at this as a middle or more of a splitting 20 in blackjack, giving up the likely winner? He says, my thought is if there was a book that had Notre Dame minus four and a half and Syracuse plus one before the game, you would likely try in middle. 
I mean, and you, you would certainly do that if there was yeah. one book that had a Syracuse plus one and one had Notre Dame minus oh, four and a half. For, like for, you're taking both for the limits. But now Syracuse, um, now Notre Dame's laying four and a half. Now you got to ask: Was it Devito? Was I, who was quarterbacking uh, Syracuse? Uh, I think it was Devito. So it's a Devito. So Danny Devito throws. The it's not Danny because he can't see over the line. <laughs> and uh, by the way, he was great in Taxi, just great, um, <laughs> and other people's money. Um, they, they, did you ever see other people's money? I have not. There, there's this could be one of the greatest lines ever. I know we're running a little late, but I got to give you this one. So he, he's taken over a company, and the company like it's like New England Copper, and New England Copper, the CEO comes up and he says, he says this guy, he's a liquidator, Larry the liquidator. He's trying to take over. He's trying to con you out of your company. Now it's true, the dollar is weak, the yen is strong. And the infrastructure is not getting rebuilt. But one day we're going to rebuild the bro- the roads and bridges in our company and New in-, in our country. And New England Copper will come back so strong that we will his offer will pale compared to the value of our company. And Danny DeVito says, "Amen." That's how we <laughs> respond when we hear a prayer. Because let me tell you what: even if your prayers were answered, and everything that you needed to happen happened. You'd still wind up broke, even if the dollar did this and the yen did that and the infrastructure did the other thing. He says two words, fiber optics. You're obsolete. Your company is dead. I didn't kill it. Don't blame me. Let's give it a proper burial. So it's just just phenomenal. So DeVito throws the interception. But the bottom line it was Garrett Schrader. I was wrong. Through the interception. Oh, okay. Um, the bottom line is that the um, when I was watching that game, um, and I was live betting, I didn't make a bet at that point in time, but it was clear Notre Dame was winning the battle at the line of scrimmages. And if after one play, you could no, tell? no, after the, I, I, not after that play. But I'm okay. saying, I'm saying I would have waited and, and and actively watched the game, and with it, I know the game got to seven seven quickly, but. The um, Notre Dame was dominating in the trenches, and they were the much better team. In my opinion, they were the proper bet to be made at any price at live wagering in that game. So, but when it, when there is an insta score in general, is it is it profitable to try to find that middle? It all it it all depends. Okay, but all things being equal, directionally, I believe he's right that when there's a fluke score, you want to bet against the team that tends to have gotten a fluke score, like a pick six, or a punt return, or a kick return, as opposed to if a team drives. Um, down the field, 13 drive, 13 play drive, and punches in the end zone. That's much more significant. Now, having said that, I do think first drives are overrated because oftentimes all those plays are scripted. I'd much rather see a team do, go on a like 14 play impressive drive to start the second quarter. I think that that's much more uh, predictive of what's going to happen than the very first drive of the game. It's counterintuitive. The first drives of the game tend to not be nearly as predictive as what's going to happen um, as a second and third drives. All right, let's talk about college basketball. It's about to be my busy time where I've got NFL, college football, and college basketball going. Uh, how do you plan for college basketball? Okay, one, you have to bet college basketball. College basketball Monday is just its just early in the year. You're going to see totals move 11 points. Yeah. And if you do any work with stuff, I'm, I, and I've done no work, I, ask me to name a college basketball player. Name a college basketball player. Can't do it. Drew Timmy 
is still Drew a college Timmy. basketball player. He's like a grad student at Gonzaga. <laughs> he's, I think oh, he's yeah. in like his ninth year of eligibility. He's my favorite. That, there you go, Drew Timmy. Because he's very animated and he's not that good. He's you got can, the mustache. You can just see that he's going to get his ass kicked if he like in the in the NBA development. He's a, a great college player and will never be a good pro. Yes, but 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 he's good enough. Like some dummy's going to draft him in the second round. Probably right? so. Yes, um, but the, the the bottom line is don't. Don't try to be Alan Boston, famed college basketball um, better, who does pretty well and is certainly profitable, but could make a whole lot more money if someone just taught him what he was doing. Um, now, now, now I'm going to get a nasty, nasty, like, <laughs> like, 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 how dare you like say something negative about Alan? Alan Boston's a gifted college basketball better, and to his credit, he he follows each and every one of the teams. I firmly believe if if he just employed what I feel a lot of the right-angle sports guys do who aren't as smart as Alan Boston, don't have Ivy League educations, and um, I don't know if they have any college educations, but what they do do, what selectively they do exceptionally well is they specialize in certain teams and conferences, and they only follow, some of the guys only follow like 24 college basketball teams. Guess what? When you follow only 24 teams, you know who the hell the quarterback was for Syracuse that day, and you're not you're not misquoting you know the quarterback. So you, where I'm going is that pick out the Atlantic 10, pick out the Mountain West, pick out a few conferences, preferably those close to home because you can follow them more closely. Yeah. And I I don't if you say I just followed the Mountain West and that was it. The only teams I, I follow were the Mountain West. I best bet only Mountain West games. Now I know they're not playing other Mountain West teams, so. You're going to be playing some games a little bit in the dark where you're going to say, well, I absolutely hate Nevada, but um, I don't know about their opponent, but I hate Nevada enough that I'm just going to selectively look to play against them. Like, yeah. That was their football team this year. And I, some, you know, some, I played against Nevada their first two games of the year. They haven't covered Reno hasn't covered a game since. No. You know, it's so frustrating. Yeah, they're a disaster. After after the like I went 0-2 bet, making huge <laughs> bets. Against. Some of them are still 56% college football for the year. Because direction I did play their season win under for Nevada, but well, that's a winner then. Um but the, but but the bottom line is don't feel like you gotta like have a power rating on three hundred and thirty-three teams or whatever it is. God can't do that. If you spent one minute a day on every team, there's six hours. Do you think one minute a day following the Dayton Flyers is going to get you up to speed? No, of course not. So just pick one conference, and uh, this is my challenge to you. You pick one conference, you follow every single team, you read up on every team, you go through all their box scores, their injury reports. I don't believe you if you tell me you're, you, that you lost playing only using one conference. Now, if you said, I, I studied maniacally every single team for the entire year and bet— Oh, of course you could lose because you don't know the teams nearly as well as what the the true experts who are right. really um, digging into it. Or find someone to do the work for you, A.J. Hoffman, and get college <laughs> basketball, and he will give you the plays. And if A.J. loses over the end of the year, I'll scream at him saying, you, you know what? You spent too much effing time following Drew Timmy and, and – and, is that his name? Drew, Drew Timmy, yeah. Following Gonzaga and, and, the, um, and, and the public teams like um, Villanova – and the like, and you didn't you didn't follow. I didn't dumpster dive. You didn't dumpster dive. And- yeah, I'm never accused of that. RJ, in fact, tells me I spend too much time on what he calls like these bullshit conferences. Like I need to focus in on you know. Well, RJ was doing a national radio show, and he's directionally yes. correct that that's what people <laughs> want to hear about. But the truth is, in the sleepy hamlet of Had- Hattiesburg, a game that's about to tip <laughs> off, your um, your 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 edge that potentially is there is ten times bigger than going ahead and, and attacking you know the Duke St. John game that night.
Yeah, he's like, uh, listen, I got to tell you this. No one cares about the Marist Niagara game. Stop talking about this on the radio. So yes, but do start giving out to your clients. And and another thing, I I say this to the the, almost everyone out there. This too cool for school crap, where people like are giving out. You know, go ahead and play Alan Lazard over. And I'm like, you know, there there's a lot of people there. They just want to make money. They don't even care about sports. They have no idea who Alan Lazard plays for. You know. Green Bay, wide receiver, I, Alan Lazard, over for reception New yards. I mean, it's like lay it out. I always tell people, I, I, I've had this conversation with the hitman six times with, with my friend Brad Feinberg also, where I'm like, I want it so a third grader could understand it, comprehend it, and make the bet. Because oftentimes I'm getting your recommendation. I'm sending it to someone who, frankly, doesn't have a power rating in sports right. beyond a third grader. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I'm just supposed to know who cesspool plays for you know this week. <laughs> Give me a break. People aren't following it. You know they've got their own jobs. You know the dentist has to worry about the root canal that just got infected. He doesn't have time to know who got traded to who this week. Okay, let's wrap this thing up with a best bet for week ten. Yeah, let's go week, to week, not, week ten. Yeah, yeah, let's go week ten. Screw week nine. Week nine is difficult. You want week nine? Go listen to the dream preview. Um, and we're, I don't want to play. You know, I'm a little tired this morning. I don't want to play uh, chess. I want to play tic tac toe. So we're gonna go week ten. And we're going to play a teaser. We're going to play a seven-point teaser the first, like, Thursday. We always like the home teams Thursday night. What's this? Carolina Panthers are hosting the Atlanta Falcons. AJ, I think those teams just played each other. I think they did just play each that other. That was like Texas Ranger threw the ball like yeah, 88 yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Got the touchdown and an evenly played game in Atlanta that Atlanta somehow won. So immediately I'm looking to go ahead and favor the Carolina Panthers, and they're the dog plus one and a half. And as you know, when we have a one and a half point dog, we look to tease. So bingo, we're going to tease them upwards. We're going to play a seven point teaser. One because I like getting the eight now because the eights keep keep more important than it more used important to be. than they used to be. And two, the team I want to tease it with. What's this? The Kansas City Chiefs are laying nine and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That number is a little light compared to my power ratings. I think it should be ten and a half. Big deal, all right? I mean, it is kind of a big deal. Ten's an important number. You know what's also an important number? Seven, six, four, and three. <laughs> You're getting ca- through all of them. Let's get all of them. So let's tease Kansas City from nine and a half down to two and a half. So that's Carolina, eight and a half. Kansas City minus two and a half. We are risking 140 to win 100. This is readily available at all William Hill properties throughout the great nation of ours. I think they they are licensed in over 20 of the state's um, including Nevada. I just bet this this morning. If this bet doesn't win, I will give you leftover Halloween candy. Okay, that's a good deal. All right, that is Steve Fezzik. This was the Fezzik Focus Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate everything that you've done to help us grow this podcast. It's been really unbelievable how much, uh, how much this has grown. And this was something that Fez and I did to just kind of you know, get some some extra material out there. And we got a coupon code. We do have one. I was I was that was my build up to give them one slash twenty twenty percent off for listeners of this podcast. Good for uh, good for the rest of the week. They have to spell slash or do they just put a no, slash s l a s h two zero like so you got to write it out like the the guitarist from Guns and Roses uh, slash twenty because that's what Fez looks like his heroin chic look now. He's skinny. What's He's, Guns N' Roses' top two songs of all time? Uh, it's probably uh, Patience and Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah, great song. Yeah. 
I did I did have an argument with RJ though about patience because I think Chris Cornell's version of patience is better. I don't know patience. Sing it to me. I'm not going to sing patience to you. Do it. One All line. All we need is just a little patience. Oh, I know it. it it's the one where he whistles at the beginning. Dun, dun, yeah, yeah. It's a love song. Dun, dun, love song. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but Much better than that Delilah wimpy love yeah, song. No, I, no, I don't no like Who that. does that one? Uh, Lila? Delilah. Oh, Delilah. Oh, hey there, Delilah. Yeah. I don't know who that band is, but that's a that's not Don't listen to that band. They're too wussy. No, I don't like that either. Uh, <laughs> all right. Either way, slash 20, 20% off whatever you want at pregame.com. That could be Fezzik's rest of football season. That could be McKenzie Rivers' NBA season. Uh, that could be anything you like at pregame.com. You get 20% off because you listen to this podcast. Slash two zero. Week nine. Upon us, about to end. Whoa, halfway there. Living Living on on a a prayer. prayer. On that note, we will talk to you next week. Mm